Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to today's Irish Tech Podcast. I'm here with Ian O'Carroll, the CTO, co-founder of Resort Hearing. So how are you doing, How's it going? Good, good, thank you. Tell us the background of your company and how it started. Um, so we started back in 2009. Um, we actually started off, um, myself and my co-founder Rona Toher, we were doing a young scientist project. Um, we both had ringing in our ears um, and we were very interested in the physics of sound, how sound works and how the ear responds to different kinds of sounds. So joining up that sort of interest in physics as well as the problem that we had of tinnitus or ringing in the ears we developed a sound therapy for tinnitus as part of our Young Scientist project. Um, and we exhibited in 2009, um, and between a very good reaction from the judges, we got runner-up that year, and a huge response from the public in particular, um, we decided that we had to continue the project in some way. We were obviously still in secondary school, we were about to do the Leaving Cert, so we didn't have access to university level funding or anything like that. So we, through getting in touch with our local enterprise office, they suggested that we started up as a business given the level of interest we had in it and making the, the therapy available. And um, so we set about then in the summer of 2009, before we went off to university, creating the website and putting all of the necessary bits and pieces in place to launch in August 2009. And that was the first version of Sound Relief, which is our tinnitus sound therapy that is still available today in an upgraded form um, and now on apps and all the rest of it. But that was the first uh, iteration of it. Yeah, getting now with apps is, which is technology that advanced more in the past seven or eight years, it's probably a lot simpler to use in it with the app. It is. It's always been a click and go kind of therapy because it's purely sound therapy. So you pop on your headphones and you can use whatever device you have with the internet on it. Um, it does mean that the app now has additional functionality in terms of tracking. So people can take note of their tinnitus symptoms, any kind of influencing factors like stress, um, tobacco usage, alcohol intake, things like that, so they can draw easier conclusions about what might be kind of exacerbating their tinnitus. Um, so that's certainly become um, more useful. But also we found that a lot more people are willing to try e-health or digital health solutions now. Yeah. Back in 2009, people were still very sceptical about using something medical or some kind of therapy based um, product online or via the internet and that's definitely really gone down over the last seven or eight years. Okay, what about when the same as using product? Um, we've had one of the writers of Doctor Who use it, yeah. which was pretty cool because we're big nerds. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if we've had anyone else really famous use it at least not to the best of our well, knowledge yeah he does yeah and we've got, we've got in touch with a bunch of them over the years I don't know if any of them have actually tried it out or if they have they haven't got back in touch but um, there are lots of rock stars Bono has tinnitus yeah. we know that for a fact 
um, Pete Townsend is one of the really famous ones William Shatner speaks a lot about his tinnitus as well there's a lot of famous people with it around 10% of the population has tinnitus yeah. so there's there's good odds that you have it or someone that you know has it there's no, if someone in, in, in a band has tinnitus and they say this helped them it'll get to wider audience you see what I mean yeah um, it would be ideal because <laughs> yeah, I know that Townsend for years has still got it and they could how can you still go on stage and play when he's got that ring in his ears? Yeah, it is. I think he has spoken about how difficult it is and the care he has to take now with his hearing now that it's quite damaged. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be ideal for, for someone very famous to, yeah. <laughs> to get to use it. And also, you've also recently developed these uh, new, new uh, headsets. How do they work? Yeah, so Soundbounce is our new uh, endeavour. So it's a tunable acoustic material. The first version or the first available version of it is in hearing protection form. So soundbanks can be tuned to respond to different kinds of frequencies and also it responds to amplitude or noise levels uh, proportionally. So you can wear your hearing protection on say a building site and be able to have a conversation with your colleagues but if someone starts to operate a jackhammer right beside you it straight away kicks into gear and it'll protect you up to eight times better than the standard foam headsets. So the hearing protection has just been the first version of that, but a lot of what we're doing now is industrial integration and building this into um, all the places that acoustic materials are used. So the automotive industry, aerospace, uh, construction architecture materials, everything. Yeah, I also guess at the moment when you go to a gig, you see guys putting their little things to block the, 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 the light sounds. How does it work with that kind of stuff as well, gigs? Yeah, so we are uh, working with a company at the moment on building them into earplugs and into smaller um, hearing protection devices. But that obviously there's technical challenges in yeah. scaling it down. So we're working through that at the moment. So we would hope that that would be available in the next year or two. Yeah, because it sounds to me if you get a product that can do all, that can do all this, it's it, it's something people want most of them to buy actually because it's solving a problem. Yeah, absolutely. And we've really, really seen that in industry. Low frequency sounds in particular are a huge problem coming from machines and things. So a lot of what we're trying to do now is stop the noise at source. So if we can build better acoustic materials into motors, engines, machines, then people will need less hearing protection themselves yeah. in order to be damaged. There's also a lot of structural noise um, that can damage buildings and structures. So low frequency has been a huge point of interest from industry because typically they have to use really, really thick uh, slabs of materials to block out low frequency noise where we can do it much, much thinner. So it's been yeah phenomenal, the response we've had from that respect. I suppose you've gone very low. Yeah, most of the people, in terms of the bigger companies, we would still have a lot of customers for Sound Relief, the tinnitus product here in yeah. Ireland. Um, but we would have, I think, all of our customers really for, for sound bounce on the industrial level certainly are either European-based or North American. That's, not, that's pretty good going. Yeah, well, it's, it's where all the bigger companies are based, really. So sometimes we do get introductions through maybe the Irish offices and things like that, but often the bigger R&D units of the, you know, the larger kind of multinationals uh, from a sort of a heavy industry basis are maybe based in you know Germany, France, um, the Midwest, and the States. 
So you're still going to be based in Ireland? Absolutely, because it makes great sense. We would do, well, we're starting to do even more work with some of the Irish universities as well in terms of R&D and building out our product offering. Um, the expertise level in Ireland around material science and deep tech is really good. So it's an ideal place to be based from from that sense in terms of close access to resources and expertise. And as well, because we deal with companies in so many different countries, it doesn't really make sense to be based in any one of those because we would still have to be traveling elsewhere. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, Ireland, we've found, uh, is a really good place to base the business from, for now, certainly. Yeah, so just office only Ireland, nowhere else in the world at the moment. No, we're just based in Dublin at the moment, yeah. That's, well, that's pretty good to do. From a small place in Dublin, compared to what you actually run from here, that's pretty good going. Yeah, we've we've found it to be pretty workable so far. Um, you know, big international airport right beside us here doesn't yeah. doesn't hurt either. So if I had a company who's got an office in Dublin, then they figured if they want to scale up, they own an office in America or the UK, in fact, you kept it here. That's what I managed to do what you do, and it's pretty good going. Yeah, um, we're you know we're not ruling out the option yeah. of international offices. Obviously, there there may well come a time in the next few years where that makes a lot of sense for us. Um, but certainly at the stage that we're at at the moment, it makes most sense to be based here in Dublin. And have you thought of any idea of maybe branding it with headsets like Beats and anything like that? Yeah, so our, our entire business model is a licensing business model. So we work in partnership with companies. Um, ideally, we would like to build it into headphones as well as hearing protection. So something like Beats or Bose yeah. or noise cancelling headphones basically would be um, a great expansion opportunity for us but it, it's not quite in the pipeline yet well, I guess basically this in the next five years when your plans to, to, do, to do it's one of the plans yeah so the industrial integration is the biggest um, bit so machinery automotive aerospace construction are the, the really big markets that we're aiming at and acoustic materials in industrial settings and then as opportunities arise or as interesting partnerships arise in hearing protection and uh, audio solutions, we'll look at those as well. That's pretty good going, because I mean, uh, uh, most people, particularly the startups, they've got a company and they've always aimed one marker or two. You've got quite a few to go for, which is pretty good going. Yeah, so some people would be of the opinion that we're targeting a lot of markets, but actually, it's the acoustic materials market, yeah. which covers a lot of different yeah. um, kind of broader markets. So we would work with chemical companies and acoustic materials companies who then sell into, they may even sell the same materials or very similar materials into, say, automotive and aerospace. So while it looks quite disparate, actually the focus is, is very resolute on acoustic materials in their industrial applications. It just happens that there's quite a few industries then in which there are... Yeah, I guess you mean with suppliers, then supply the products onto people in area space or a car industry and all that stuff. Yeah, so our business model, we have... Well, we're working on deals with the supply side, kind of the big chemical acoustic materials suppliers and manufacturers. They would be ultimately making the product. And then we also partially to validate demand, but also to kind of prove out the technology and get it specified into products. We do work with the end users as well, so the, the car companies 
or the insulation companies who do you know wall panels yeah. and, and things like that so we we work with sort of both sides of the supply chain in order to get sound bounds both specified in and then supplied by some of the biggest suppliers in the world and tell more about your recent Kickstarter uh, fund, fund you had going yeah so we were delighted there at the end of January we got the Kickstarter successfully funded so that was Soundbounce's first market uh application I suppose so that was in hearing protection headsets we had pledges from all over the world which we were delighted with and we got our 15,000 euro goal or we got past that and so that is going to enable us to CE mark the headset and then also to place our first bulk order so we're hoping I think it's May time that things should be shipped out May June time Uh, what price will will they be going at so the Kickstarter prices, obviously, there was a couple of different levels. I think yeah. the, the early bird special on Kickstarter was €35. Euro. We are actually looking at the moment at making those available on Indiegogo for a little while longer because we've had a bunch of people come to us who missed out on the Kickstarter yeah. who want to get their hands on them. So there will be some more pre-orders available very shortly, I believe, this week. Um, and then the kind of final retail price will be €50, Euro, but that will be done through partnerships. Okay, so you're doing nothing to them online for your, for your own website? Not currently, no. no. And also a bit of funding, has that all been self-funded? Um, no, so we have, well, back in the day, the uh, local enterprise office gave us some support. We've also had support from an angel and then SOS Ventures invested yeah. in us back in 2013 um, and they've continued to be a partner of ours and um, we took part in the Wira Accelerator two years ago now and we are raising money at the moment so we are looking for investors ideally with some kind of materials or deep technology experience to take this to the next level and really fuel the industrial integration piece. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of people that are companies that are looking for funding, they say, well, look, we just stand basically the more money they're looking for, you can tell who they're aiming for, clientele wise, they're aiming for a big VC or something else. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be yeah, VC funding that we're looking for. That's good, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, so far at the moment, you've done very well with what you've done so far to get along the way where you're going and you've got. Some funding, but enough to keep you going. Yes, no, yeah. absolutely. We've done a lot with the funding we have yeah. got. Obviously, there's a lot of intellectual property involved in our work, and that is quite an expensive endeavour, unfortunately. But it's a very key component of both protecting and developing our our offering to uh, to these larger global companies that we work with. Yeah, because I've heard of startups who got people who got money in the company. I didn't want to do that because too much. And at least with you, you spend it wisely because the company's still going, you've got new parts coming in straight and everything else, so it's gone and it's been spent the right way. Yeah, it's certainly getting us to the point where we're generating some revenue. Um, it's still, you know, just taking off and just kind of ticking up the way, but it has given us a lot of opportunity and we like to think that we have, by and large, used it wisely. Yeah, and you've got how many staff you got with the company? We have six at the moment. Yeah. You plan to expand that in the future, obviously. Yeah, certainly. When we bring in this new round of funding, we will be bringing on more staff, and also it'll enable us to do perhaps more partnerships with universities and things as well. So some of the 
staff or kind of team that we'll build out on won't necessarily all be in-house, but they'll be through different research partnerships and things. So that we might use some like down and go with lots of, lots of metrics, you might use people down there from universities to help develop some products. Yeah, so a lot of their, there's a great um, material science outfit in Ireland, Amber, and they are a network, I believe, of pretty much every university in Ireland, but we're doing a lot of speaking at the moment with the University of Limerick and also with Trinity College in Dublin because they have a lot of expertise in around material science and modelling and testing these materials and things like that. That's really good because, I mean, I know for in here right now, we talk to the developing house in here because it's like a uh, contrast-based kind of scenario. So it'd be hard to do here than in, in a dedicated place for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for that email. That was, that was a great talk. I look forward to see what you guys do in the future. Great. Thanks for talking to me. No problem. Thanks.